This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 995, What's Rude and What's Not? How to Make Culture a Conversation Topic in English. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 50 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, with your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. And to get your transcripts delivered by email every week, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. Today, a listener points out something we do on the mic that might be rude in another country. Let's dive into gestures and actions that might be viewed differently across cultures. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, Lindsay. How are you? <laughs> Michelle, are you okay over there? What are you doing? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, why do you ask? I don't know. It just seems like you're making some weird noises. Uh, and I just want to know, I want to check in and make sure everything's okay. <laughs> Does the do those noises bother you? A little, it was a little strange, a little strange. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what came over me. I just felt like smacking my lips together a little bit. <laughs> okay. Well, why don't we, because that is such a random way to start an episode. I'm going to explain why, <laughs> why I'm making that noise. Guys, we actually have a listener question about this topic. And it's so embarrassing because it's about something I did on an episode, Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, our listeners hear everything on the mic here. Okay. So they call us out sometimes and they want to know what is going on. So <laughs> so I'm a little embarrassed, but that's okay. This is like brings up a really good uh, topic for a show. And I, it's a really good question. So could you read the question for us, Lindsay? All right, here we go. So this is from uh, Fukiki. And the question is this. Hey, Lindsay, Michelle, your podcast has been one of my favorites for more than two years. I'm so amazed wow. that you guys always find a lot of unique topics and points of view on each episode. Can't believe the 1000th episode is almost here. Guys, get ready. It's coming soon Yay. in about five episodes. It's going to be <laughs> awesome. I can't wait for that, Michelle. Yes. All right. So I have kind of a cultural question. I hear quite a few, at least for me, lip noises when I'm listening to podcasts, not only All Ears English. I suppose they make the noise when they want to take a moment to show that they're thinking, but still want to go on talking. Mm. In Japanese culture, it's seen as a rude habit to make lip noises when mm. someone is talking or when talking to someone. 
People could even feel offended when a speaker in front of you does that. Is it completely okay to make lip noises when you want to po- um, pose in the middle of a conversation in American culture? I'm super interested in cultural differences. The noise I mentioned was, for example, <laughs> the sound Michelle made around 1355 on episode 966. You guys can type in 966 if you're using the app, right? You'll be able to find that right away. To get the app, by the way, allearsenglish.com forward slash bonuses. Okay, in episode 966, when she said, and the next one we're going to do that can be positive or negative is, uh, my goodness. Okay. Hope you can tell me what it meant. <clears throat> Have a good one. That's okay. from F- Fukiki. And I think Fukiki is from Japan. Probably, I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah, I'm not fun. sure. But okay. All right, Michelle. So what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this I love this question. Um, yeah, I, I did go back. Thank you for, you know, guiding me there to, for that example. Yeah, I did go back and I did listen to it. And yeah, to me, it sounded like, guys, we can leave the link up to this episode. Everyone can listen to my strange lip smacking. Um, and judge for yourself. What do you <laughs> No, I'm just teasing. But um, to me, it sounded like, as Fukiki mentioned, that I was kind of thinking of something or uh, maybe making a little pause. Um, mm. And mm. I see, I was just about to do it again. It's almost like when you're breathing in and swallow, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm. Maybe, maybe and then we should. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we should get lower quality mics. <laughs> <laughs> right. I know. They hear everything. <laughs> um, yeah. You guys hear anything. We can't get anything past you. But this is a really good question because you are going to hear things like this. I mean, Lindsay, what do you think? Do you think that's a rude thing to do what I did? No, I don't think so. You know, we're giving you guys totally natural conversation and even... If we were trying to give you more formal conversation, even in a speech, you know, I think we're going to look at this a little closer so I can get a better sense of exactly what that <laughs> was. But no, I mean, I think different cultures have different ideas towards sounds and noises. And I don't know too much about this, but I lived in Japan for a while. And I know that there are definitely different norms in terms of what's yeah. polite and what's not. And I think mm-hmm. it might be a little bit more strict than it is in American culture. I'm going to mm-hmm. go out on a limb and say that. Yeah, yeah, maybe guys, let us know for sure. That would be, I mean, it's always interesting to hear about these types of things. And we're going to talk about more of these things during this episode that can seem maybe rude in American culture, depending on where you're from. Um, yeah. So oh, I just made the noise right. again, I realized. You did? Okay, I missed it. I, I did. Right, well, it was because I it was I breathed deeply and I and I swallowed and then it just came out. Okay, interesting. <laughs> All right. Well, let's keep going. Let's look into this For a bit more. Sure. So interesting. So, so yeah, I'm not sure if we can classify lip smacking as one type of noise or that it means one type of thing. So the example that our listener brought about in this question was more of a thinking noise. I it, it, what it seemed to me when I listened to it. But I do think that sometimes lip noise can be rude. Um, yeah. If in, in two situations I can think of. One is eating. If you're chewing loudly and you're making a lot of, you're smacking your lips together. To me, I, I that makes my skin crawl and I hate it. Um, <laughs> what about you, Lindsay? Yeah, yeah. Of course. I mean, this is, we're talking about like when you're in conversation, it's one thing. But when you're eating and you're making noises that don't need to be made, then yeah. that can really be very rude for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So yeah, yeah you want to steer clear, clear of that. Um, and then the other thing is sometimes you can do it with like a little bit of an attitude, right? So if I say, if, if I ask Lindsay to do something or she asks me to do something and I say like, you know, make a little noise, it can sound rude. What do you think? 
Yeah, that's interesting because I remember hearing that noise quite a bit um, when, yeah, so it's different in different cultures, but yeah, that can definitely sound rude in, it kind of like, like an attitude, like, oh, like if I say, oh, could you please like uh, feed the cat? Okay. Right. That kind right. of thing. Is that what you're talking about? Yes, that's like, what, okay. Yeah. Okay. But it's funny because I remember when I was traveling in South America, I heard that a lot, but not in a rude mm. way, just in a way. When people were starting to speak and say something, they would be thinking and they would say, right, they would make that noise. And so this is very cultural. Oh, Um, yeah. Right. Very interesting. Exactly. Yeah, that's why I love this question. I mean, there's a lot to think about here. And I'm not sure that I know all the different lip sounds and all the different, you know, meanings of it. But those are a few that I thought of. Um, you know, one is just the thinking, natural noises. But if you're eating or if you're doing it to express that you're frustrated, that's when it can be, that's when it could be seen as being rude, but not just thinking. So m- many people do it when thinking so they could say, hmm, you know, or, but if, oh, if, yeah. if you do it, if you do it too much, it might sound a little annoying, I guess. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. um, yeah, in general, I would say it's not rude, but some people might not like the sound of it. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, so it just might be, you know, some people get bothered by different noises. Um, so yeah, I think it would be fun to go over t- to go into offensive American customs. So we had, uh, f- 25 common American customs that are considered offensive in other countries. So I thought, um, I was curious about this topic and, um, what other people might consider rude that Lindsay, you and I just don't even think about at all. So this yeah. is, it's, uh, we're just going to go into a few of these. Um, it's by Sophie Claire Holler, uh, from 2015 in August, August yeah. 5th, but it's from Business Insider. So just wanted to talk about a few of them and then really go into, well, what do you do if someone does something that you aren't, you're not sure if it's rude or not when you're in another culture? Right. Yeah. This yeah, is yeah, important. Yeah. This is very mm. important for our listeners because as we can see, this one listener is asking if something's rude, which it's not. And it's, it's really good to think on this level as well. So I think this is good. Yeah. This so, is good. This is good. Yeah. Okay. So I'm curious what they are. What, what are these? Let's yeah. get some examples here from the article and then we'll give our own opinion and our own examples. Right, Michelle? For sure. Yeah. So apparently. In um, Australia and New Zealand, New Zealand, and maybe some other uh, countries as well. Uh, you guys will give you the link, and it talks about this. Um, if you sit in the back when you're taking a cab, this is rude. If you want a fun and easy free video training where you get the seven simple secrets to connection in English, then go to allearsenglish.com forward slash secrets and you can start watching the video right now all earsenglish.com forward slash secrets another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now that's really interesting because it's yeah. actually, isn't it just the opposite in New York? If you sit in the front, if you're the only one taking the cab, yeah. um, it's very weird to sit in the front yes. in New York. Right. I wouldn't say it's, they, I wouldn't say it's rude, but yes, I would say it's weird. That's it's the, weird. They might sure. even ask you to get in the back. 
Um, yeah, I hear it's just it, whether you're getting an Uber or a Lyft or a cab, you know, I, I always get in the back. I only time somebody would be in the front is if there's a, a lot of people and that's the only seat left. Right, Lindsay? Sure, exactly. I mean, it's obviously if you're driving with a friend or something, a friend's driving you somewhere, you're not going to sit in the back. That's weird in American culture. Oh, but yes. That yeah, is- <laughs> that's weird. Like sometimes it'll happen that you'll be driving with a bunch of friends and the friend who is in the front will get out. And then if you stay in the back, they, then they might, the person driving might crack a joke at you. You're like, what am I, a right. cab driver or something? Right, right. <laughs> that's yeah. so true. That's so true. Guys, so yeah, just know if you are with a friend and even if, yeah, I feel like even if you're just driving for another minute, people get out and then move to the front because it's just so awkward to sit in the back when your friend is in the front. And um, (laughs) but in a cab or an Uber, that's the normal thing to do. So it's not rude. But in Australia, we're saying that it is rude if you get in the back. That's so interesting. Okay, so that's one example of a gesture or a physical action that would be very strange and would be very different across cultures. For sure, for sure. And these are, you know, things that our listeners are definitely, I mean, if you come to the US, you'll probably be in a cab or an Uber. So just realize, you know, where where to sit is kind of important. Um, yeah. And also, I would want to say I'd like to hear from our listeners, guys, if you're living, I know we have a lot of listeners living in Australia or New Zealand. Maybe we have some teachers from there listening in today. Let us know if this is true. This is just right. one article right. uh, from Business Insiders that your experience too. Come and come and let us know to this episode. This is 995. Yes, 9 Nice. Okay. All right. Another one uh, that I felt was interesting was changing your meal with condiments. So it talks about how in places such as Spain and Japan and France and Italy, if you like add ketchup to a steak or if you, you know, add too much sauce to something or you ask to change something with condiments at a, at a restaurant or whatever, or, or maybe I'm not sure, maybe a friend's house or something like that. It's like, it's a little bit rude. Um, what do you think, Lindsay? Oh, uh, this this thing makes me think of just yesterday morning when we were having we stayed at my friend's uncle's place in Philly, outside Philly, and mm-hmm. they made breakfast for us in the morning. And my friend, for as soon as the breakfast was made, first thing she does is take the hot sauce, which she does that with pretty much every meal, <laughs> and ah. put the hot sauce on it. And I th- I thought to myself, well, I don't. Is that going to offend the person who went and bought the food? And mm. it doesn't really in American culture. But I would also still be careful. And even in American culture, I would be careful if the person like really yeah. seemed to take a lot of time and put special right. spices in it themselves. If you go and like dump hot sauce on right. it, then it is kind of sending a message. So yeah, yeah, I thought this one was interesting because it's kind of, it it could be a little bit rude. I know that if you're in like a fancy steak restaurant and you ask for ketchup, oh, yeah. it, that's a real no no. <laughs> like that's that's like really you need ketchup. So so in that way, it could be rude. I mean, typically at a restaurant, if it's just a you know a regular restaurant, I can't imagine anyone getting upset. But I can think of a fancier restaurant may not like yeah. that because they're the whole thing is that they feel that it's spiced and made exactly to the way it should be eaten and if you alter it it's like saying i didn't like what the chef did exactly right. so in a restaurant it depends on the quality of the food and at home it depends on how i, I guess you got to use your own judgment based on right. what you know about the person cooking right. and how much care they put into their own flavoring of what they're making for you but you should be careful in someone's home with this even in the u.s yeah right 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 okay so the next one is eating apparently in japan and uh and rwanda if you're eating and you are not in a restaurant like and if you're not an appropriate yeah. place to be eating it's rude 
Um, <laughs> and this says a lot about the U.S. culture because we eat so oh, many God. meals on the go, um, on the train, <laughs> right, Lindsay? Oh, this is huge. I remember when I moved to Tokyo, I struggled with this a lot. When I learned that in our orientation that we can't eat on the street, I I was like, wait, what? <laughs> what if I need to like grab a snack? You know what I mean? It's very common in the US. In New York City, you have a snack, maybe a bag of peanuts, yeah. yep. you might or coffee for sure. Or even like sometimes you grab a sandwich and you're walking down the street. You gotta get it down before you go to your next job or something. I don't know. Michelle, what do you think in New York? For sure. For and I think this also says a lot about American culture and how we're always on the go, especially exactly. in cities. Especially um, in cities. So I know that, you know, some places it's like, oh, you know, that you are carrying your coffee cup around all day. And like, you know, it's like, it seems oh, yeah. silly, but it just says a lot about our culture and uh, whether for whether it's a good or a bad thing. That's kind of the way things are. And a lot of people, I mean, I have to, I mean, I travel from school to school and I definitely eat in places that aren't necessarily yeah. appropriate to be eating, but it's not considered rude. That's my life. Yeah. In New York, I used to I used to eat on the street while I was walking. I mean, I feel a little bit embarrassed to admit this because <laughs> it probably sounds awful for Japanese listeners, but it is pretty normal in American culture, New yeah. York City, places like that. But the one place I would avoid eating when I lived in New York was on the train. I, I tried not to eat on the train. I mean, drinking a coffee on the train, no problem. Um, yeah. but eating, like using my hands to go into something, like into a bag, I tried to avoid that on the train. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's but especially you, you still messy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Interesting. This is really interesting. Yeah. So, um, and then we have one more, Lindsay. What is it? Um, being in public and blowing your nose. And this specifically is in Saudi Arabia, France, China, and many other places. And I mean, even in the US, yeah. it's probably best to go in the bathroom. But I think yeah. we're like not quite as sensitive to these things as right. other places. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think people do it and they don't really think about it. But yeah, it could be considered rude, right? Like I'd rather not do that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. you know, if it happens, it happens. I wouldn't say that it's something that will get people upset, really, most, most for the most part. But but then there are other things. I'm just going to throw this out, something that came to mind, things like spitting. You never do that in the US, right? It's it's pretty disgusting. It's disgusting. People, you see people do it disgusting. and it's disgusting. Yeah. But in other cultures, it's not as much of a problem. Yeah. So this is where we get into different cultural norms <laughs> right? Different. or littering. I mean, littering is just yesterday we were driving back from the South and we saw we we're on the freeway and we saw someone just like take a napkin and just like drop it out of the car. And we were like, did that person just like throw a napkin on the highway? We were mm. blown away. Wow. And yeah. And that's not as much in other cultures. I mean, it just depends, right? It just depends on where right. we are. Right. That's so true. That is so true. Yeah. So guys, I mean, that kind of leads into, you know, the, what we want the takeaway for today to be, you know, so if something someone if you're in a new country, a new culture, and you're not sure if someone is doing something rude or not, or if it's in the culture, you know, what can you do? And I think that one thing you can do is assume the best in everyone because there are so many differences around the world. It's, it's hard to be, it's hard to keep track, right? So if it's something that you're, you know, is a little bit, a little bit different than what you're used to, but no one is doing anything terrible to you, I think you should yeah. assume the best and, you know, tr just try not to get offended and realize, okay, wait, is this some person trying to be rude or is this something different with the culture, right? Yeah, and this is a daily practice. Like when I see people spitting on the street in New York, I struggle to not be offended. It's hard to not be offended by that. 
Right. You know what I mean? But we we have to try. <laughs> yeah. We have to try. It's give and take. International cities. You're going to you're going to have people from all over the world and that's kind of the beauty of it too. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, Michelle, definitely. what else? <laughs> Sorry, you cut out there for a second, but you're back. Oh, okay. so the second thing is, what else can you do, Lindsay? You could research. I mean, that was part of when I moved to Tokyo. I mean, that was part of our orientation that the company uh, I worked for Eon, they had prepared that information because they knew that coming from the US, um, we were likely to assume it's okay to drink a coffee on the street or eat a snack on the street, right? But they told us that at orientation. So we want to research, be ready for where we're going. Yeah. And feel free. You can always ask us, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the last thing you can do is, you know, you, I mean, not the last thing, but another tip we have is just to have an open conversation. If someone, if it's someone you're close with, like, you know, maybe you feel comfortable with, you can have a talk about cultural differences with them and then take it as an opportunity to share your culture, right? I think we did an episode recently about how to share your culture. Uh, maybe we can uh, try and find that and put the link in for you. Um, but also, you know, we'll, we'll give you the link to the episode where I make made the lip uh, noises. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's so this is so great. I mean, what's the takeaway today, Michelle? This is great. Well, <laughs> I mean, it's basically, you know, what is rude and what is polite varies so much around the globe. And it's great to have open conversations about things and these things and to realize that someone may do something that seems rude to you, but it isn't in their culture and to be mindful of that. Right. So and if someone accuses you of doing something rude, you can always say, oh, I'm sorry. You didn't know it's in my culture. In my culture, it's common to blah, 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 blah. Right. But yeah. I think the most important thing is to be open and learn as much as possible possible about others and other cultures. Yeah, I love that. I mean, take it one step further, right? Learn. And it's like, okay, so we know that in the US, it's rude to slurp, right? Slurp meaning make that sound when you're drinking soup or something. Mm -hmm. But we know that in other parts of Asia, it's actually polite. But why? Like, investigate that. You're in a new country. Like, why? Why? Why would it be interesting? Like, what, what does that tell us about the history, the culture? Right. Oh, that's or so interesting. Right. Or in the US, it's rude to get in the front seat. What does that tell us about service in the uh, front seat of a taxi as opposed to the back seat? What does that tell us about the service culture in the US versus New Zealand? I mean, there's a lot we can dig into here beyond just the oh, fact yeah. that it's rude and it's not rude. What does that mean about the history the culture, the people, attitudes so towards service, work, food? You know, this is like an endless possibility to dive into and to start conversations of connection oh, yeah. with oh, people. Yeah. That yeah. is a great point, Lindsay. I love it. And yeah, I think that'd be great idea for our listeners to start thinking about these things. So yeah, thanks, Lindsay, for chatting about this today. And thanks to our listener for this question. That's uh, so interesting. And <laughs> thanks for listening so closely. Yes, exactly. For, to, our <laughs> to our conversation. And we are so excited to get your questions, guys. Send them in to Lindsay at allairsenglish.com. We want to hear them and respond to them on the show. Great question. Okay. All right. Cool, Michelle. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye, guys. Bye, Lindsay. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to All Ears English. And if you need a seven or higher on your IELTS exam to achieve your life vision, then our insider method can get you there. Start with our free video series masterclass. Get video one now at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then subscribe to our show on your phone or on your computer. See you next time.
Ohio. Ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.